Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Beef's Golf Club. You might have seen there's been some breaking news come about now. There's a merger, the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour and Live Golf are now the same thing. John isn't here, he's busy, he's got a gig. But instead we've got Ryan, producer. Mate, where do we start? Oh, mate, it's absolutely mad, isn't it? I mean, I rang you up and you were as surprised as I was. Oh, mate, I had no idea. I literally had no idea. And it seems what I've seen on social media, none of the players really knew either. Um, What? We all know that I have 40 emails and like they don't (laughs) generally work half the time. So I might have an email somewhere. It might be in the junk. Um, I'm not too sure. I haven't checked. But from what I can tell is is not many people knew. And I I spoke to a, a golf agent as well and he had no idea either. So it is, it's, there seems like there is a similarity where not many people knew. Well, for a start, if you went into your junk folder, I'm fairly sure you'd find about 50 emails from me because I normally email you and don't get anything back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but if it makes you feel any better, I'm not sure you would have any uh, pre-warned PGA slash live emails because yeah I think you found out at the same time as everyone else to be honest which is really surprising I was I thought there'd be some sort of warning for the players maybe not not none of that well this is what I, I haven't understood for a while the the tours are generally run by the players that's how it should basically run um but it seems like the the power of the players have kind of it's changed a little bit and you'll have like certain committees and they've obviously made a decision on it. I think in terms of the actual decision, it's it's a good thing in some respect because having all these arguments and lawsuits and players getting fined for playing tournaments isn't healthy for golf. It's not healthy yeah. for golf. Um, so I think generally like it's good. And you watch PGA not long ago and it had all the live players in there and it, it, it's great obviously live player uh, Brooks Kepka won um, but you want the best players in the best fields and I yeah. think we, they definitely need to bring that back because when just before live happened when you looked at some of the some of the events PJ Tour had and the strength of fields and the amount of players and obviously it affects the Ryder Cup as well and I'm probably thinking the Ryder Cup has a big thing a, a really big say in this yeah yeah as well because you want the best players playing against the best players that's what drives tv that's what people want to see if i'm not playing an event i want to see the best players that's what i'd be interested to watch 100 percent. it's i mean there's so much to this beef we've got to go through quite a lot of it it's quite exciting to do this sort of breaking news part isn't it but i i guess i first want to ask when you when you read the headline what was your first reaction what what was your initial thought when you sat there I, I saw it on my um my golf club friend's WhatsApp, which is called Pints Pints Ask Pints. <laughs> it's the WhatsApp name. Um 
for a different pod. And I saw it on there and I originally thought, well, it's obviously a wind up. I'm going to have one of them silly pictures come out. You know, when you have the headlines and then you get a silly picture <laughs> under it or a certain noise. You've seen the videos. I thought it was one of them and I kind of ignored it and I scrolled down to the bottom and they were still talking about it. Um, so I instantly went straight on to Sky Sports News and had a look and it was obviously straight there as soon as I clicked on it and I was like, no, this is real. It's actually real. Well, I'll tell you what, let me read you what head of PJ Tour, Jay Monaghan, has said from a Sky Sports News article. After two years of disruption and distraction, this is a historic day for the game we all know and love. This transformational partnership recognises the immeasurable strength of the PGA Tour's history, legacy and pro-competitive model and combines it with the DP World Tour and LIVE, including the team golf concept, to create an organisation that will benefit players, partners and fans, he added. I mean, <laughs> we'll go back to what he said a couple of years ago, but that's that's quite the gear change, right, Beef? It's a massive U-turn. It's a huge U-turn where they've been so... Both sides have been so stubborn. And I think I've said this before on here that something needs to break or someone needs to give and there needs to have... There needs to be some kind of sort of give and take moment for everyone to coexist. And maybe that, is, that has happened. Like I've said before, if they've stolen my fucking idea of doing a draft <laughs> and an IPL, I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be absolutely livid that <laughs> if that happens. More lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see we're gonna see how it works. I mean, I think this year's gonna play out how it's gonna play out and the change will be from next season from what I can work out. Yeah, I mean so another one from DP World Tour Chief Executive Keith Pelly. This is a momentous day to partner in this new entity is energizing and exciting. And he also said, this marks the end of division in our game and the start of a new chapter in its evolution. These are quite big statements, aren't they? Momentous day, historic day, etc., etc. Whereas on the 22nd of June, 2022, uh, another quote from Jay Monaghan, uh, this, was, this was way back when he wasn't happy. I am not naive. If this is an arms race and if the only weapons here are dollar bills, the PGA Tour can't compete. The PGA Tour, an American institution, can't compete with a foreign monarchy that is spending billions of dollars in an attempt to buy the game of golf. We welcome good, healthy competition. The Live Saudi Golf League is not that. It is an irrational threat, one not concerned with the return on investment or true growth of the game. Now, that U-turn you described, it's a complete one, isn't it? But what do we think's happened between then and now, then, Beef, to make the sort of change? No, like you say, it's true. You can never compete with... Um the the backing of um it's the PIF isn't it yeah you can't yeah there, there's no way that PGA DP Tour could compete with them so obviously they found some kind of common ground where they're going to work together and like I said if it can bring good golf events the best fields it's good for players good for fans and if that actually works then great I mean the one thing in the back of my mind is some of the players who probably got pressured a lot for not going to live and taking 100 mil, 50 mil, 200 mil, whatever it is, a big sum of money when they're saying it's bad, it's where that, where is that money coming from? I've seen a lot over the last two years from reporters, journalists saying it's, it's blood money, they're a disgrace, they're doing it just for the money and now the tours have come out and again, joined and I, don't, I think 
what I've seen on social media, some of the players aren't going to be happy. What have you seen? What have people been saying? Just players, firstly, said it's nice sort of getting news from our tour from Twitter. I can't believe that you, that you haven't been told. I, I find that so mad. I, I thought there would have been at least some sort of, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't work like an internal newsletter with uh, with tour players, but and it would be in your junk if it did anyway. But I'm, I'm just absolutely amazed that there's been no kind of internal communication for players because this is the, you know, you're the ones who it affects most, right? Well, as I said, we're the ones supposed to be in control and have the final say on stuff. That's how it should work. Um, so it clearly doesn't work like that. Um, yeah, there was, I think Phil Mickelson posted something funny about um, Hideki Matsuyama getting on um I think it was Spirit Airlines plane somewhere. And obviously he's part of the live team, the High Flyers. And he said, you should come and join us with the High Flyers. and made like a joke, obviously, yeah. being like a budget airline. Uh, I saw another player tweet saying Hideki could have bought Spirit Airlines if he had joined Live. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think like it's going to be some moments where if, if they've just gone, well, we're going to take the money a year ago. All the players got blasted, were made to look incredibly bad considering boxing, Formula One, yeah. all other types of sports. Golfers seem to get a real bad sort of sort of rap for it. I think they're going to be a bit frustrated that obviously they've missed out on a massive chunk of money. And yeah, it doesn't all boil down to money, but I mean, it's a job and it's a living at the end of the day. And you've basically turned down 50 mil, 100 mil for ethics, morals, whatever you want to call it. And now everyone's joining forces. So it's a massive, massive U-turn. How do you think those players will be feeling, Beef? You know, Rory especially has obviously been incredibly outspoken, hasn't he, against Liv, especially since it's sort of, uh, since the beginning you know, how are players like that who've stood their ground and, you know, whatever your opinion on it is, they've stood for what they think their moral ground is. Are they going to feel a bit let down by this? Well, I think Rory come out a while ago and sort of said, I'm done talking about this. I've finished talking about this. I've had enough. And I think he probably knew something then. Interesting. That was going to happen or they were talking or they were working on a deal. Um, something like that. And obviously, yeah, he's back PGA and... I get it. I, I, I love the way the PGA Tour events run. I like the cuts. I think bonus events with no cuts they used to have as the World Golf Championships and things like that were great. And it was great as a bonus to try and get into it. But I don't think both tours, PGA Tour, were looking at going to having so many no-cut events and, and things like that, which I don't think's again, healthy. Yeah. So hopefully they can come out with the right formula and play some proper events, the majors, some no-cut events as well, and ha- and have a good mix. But both tours sort of compete in trying to do the same thing with, with, with no-cut events and all of this is just ridiculous because a lot of the players were saying no one wants to play some kind of... It's some kind of like joke tournament, isn't it? They were yeah. calling a lot of the live stuff a joke tournament and having no-cuts and small fields and no one could sort of get relegated, go up, go down... Yeah, kicked out. It was just like that was going to be the forty-eight players, and they're going to stay regardless how you play. Um, Tiger said the same thing as well. He's like, you've got to work for it and earn it, you know. And like what he's done in the game and the amount of time and effort he's put in is probably more than anyone ever, and he's earned everything. Yeah, hundred percent. And also, I mean, according to Greg Norman, who's obviously the head of Live, apparently Tiger turned down seven hundred to eight hundred million 
to go in the first place. I mean, you would, you know, you can even if you're Tiger, you could probably do with that kind of money, couldn't you? <laughs> it's just like oh, it's insane. I would have asked for it in cash. I'd have said, "Greg, Greg, get it to me in bags, bags of cash. Send it to me via jet, and I'm just going to pick him up and dump him in my car." I bet he would have done as well. I bet he would have done. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to come on some listener questions after the break, just very quickly, just in terms of how this looks going forward. Uh, Sky Sports uh, have said that these are some of the things that are likely to happen in terms of how the competitions will look going forward and uh, and what it means for the players. So uh, live golfers who were suspended indefinitely by the PGA and DP World Tour will be able to reapply for membership from the end of the 2023 season. Uh, all lawsuits between the PGA Tour, DP World Tour and Live Golf will be ended. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which funded Liv's golf emergence, will make a capital investment into the combined entity as part of the agreement to facilitate its growth and success. Uh, a comprehensive evaluation of Live Golf to determine how best to integrate the team golf into the professional game will take place. Uh, and Live Golf's 2023 schedule will continue as planned. So I guess more details of that will come on, you know, as time progresses, but... It sounds like it's happening, Beef, basically. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It is, as a player, I'm quite excited. And hopefully... Are you? Yeah, because we could get some amazing opportunities. And if there's ways to play your way into the massive events and massive prize funds, then great. You know, and the, the, the good thing about that is it needs to be available for everyone. That's why a lot of the players were frustrated, because it's just a shut shot. Yeah. You can't even get over or get into, get into live. It was just completely shut off. And that's what I said about like the the IPL kind of situation where if players have a really good season and then get into live, it's an absolute bonus and they deserve that bonus. So you've got lots you've got lots to play for as a player and it's that that's exciting. Also, maybe there's an opportunity to get things like the Harlequin ball and all the things we've discussed in later on. It sounds like it's an anything goes sort of situation, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Gonna, we got to pitch it to him. Mate, we that's probably worth 100 million, it. that idea, the Harlequin ball. Just get get Greg Norman's number and he's going to be all over that. Anyway, <laughs> let's have a quick break and uh, I'll come back. I've got some listener questions for you. Right, Beef, our listeners have sent us in some thoughts. Uh, I want to get your opinion on this. This is from Jason Crowden via Twitter. He says, I just feel sorry for all the big names on the PGA who've been faithful this entire time to the tour, especially Rory, who effectively got all the pressure of holding the tour together put on his shoulders. Massively disappointed to see this merger happen. We sort of said that, didn't we? Yeah, of course. It's Obviously, it's, it's hindsight and the amount of pressure the guys got put under to even thinking about going... And even if there was a, a rumour that someone was going and you'd see social media blow up and, oh, he's a traitor, he's money grabber, it's blood money, it's this, it's that. Um, so all of a sudden now, yeah, it's cool. Everything's fine. Let's move on. Um, yeah, a lot of players, a lot of players are going to be really unhappy. Dylan Kibble via Twitter says, just really sad that the money, even blood money talks, PIF obviously offered enough and now it's a merger. Sure, it'll be good to have the best players together again and not saying that I th live things that won't improve golf, but morally it's just really sad. I think, what do you think the reaction is going to be from sort of golf fans on this beef? Because I mean, I know that the players obviously 
it's, it's really important what they say and think. But ultimately, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people about this sort of watching golf and who actually love the game of golf at the base level as well. You've just seen it there. Two questions, same thing. Both really disappointed with the merger. I, I think it will take time to settle for people to understand it. But again, you've only got to look at nearly every other sport yeah. going that way. And they're, they're, getting, they're, they're getting paid out the same bank account, effectively. Same thing, you know. Um, it is what it is. That's the way sport's going. That's the way it is. It's sort of as as well as you can see. It's not up to us players. It should we should have more say, but uh, it's not up to us. But I think as long as it's as long as it's open and players have an opportunity to go and play and do well, and if they have if they have some good seasons and a good run, they get into these bonus events or whatever or however it's going to work. Then as long as it's fair, it's good. Mark Robson via Facebook said beef as a member of the. Uh, DP World Tour and PGA Tour, were you not consulted about this merger? Thought the tours were owned by their members. You've already confirmed that that hasn't happened. Um, this is a good one from Matthew Price. Uh, Henrik Stenson lost the Ryder Cup captaincy over this. What do we think about it? It's so true, isn't it? Over the fact that he, he was part of Live. Yeah. What's going to happen there? We've no idea, do we? Yeah, 100%. 100%. And again, I don't know what he'll be feeling. I have no idea how he'll be feeling um, in terms of it. Will he get it in a couple of years now? I've no idea. In terms of how I'd see that, if he wants it back and he's going to kick up a fuss, you might see him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to be the captain in two years' time now. Yeah. Uh, Rob from Stockport asks, so who has won here? Is this Liv conceding that their gamble has failed or is it the PGA trying to gain control? That's an interesting question. Who who, who comes off worse for this, do you think? I think in terms of looks, the PGA talk come off a bit worse. Yeah. Um, because they were so strong about not doing anything in PGA Tour and where everything is and the morals and things like that. Um, I think Liv will... Liv definitely come off better because they were trying to either... It'll probably be easier now to get TV rights for Liv. I know they were, they've been trying to get TV rights and get it on... Get Liv on to telly, which I think's been quite difficult yeah. for them. So that's going to happen now comfortably there'll be a massive tv deal for that no matter how it works so that's good world ranking points obviously now will fit fit in for everyone yeah so you've got to think Liv's probably had the the better deal out of it i would say yeah i think you're probably right um today's golfer retweeted a post from emma ballard this is interesting the irony that the PGA Tour slash DP Tour slash live golf announcement is made on hashtag women's golf day is not lost Absolute bullshit. What a day for professional brackets men's golf. That's a really interesting take from, from a female golfer. There's, there's, there's going to be a lot of chat about that going on, I imagine. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, but the whole the, the whole thing of the men's women's golf is the a lot of like some of the women's series sponsored by Ramco, which is Saudi-backed. Really? Um, company, yeah. It's just, everything's kind of everywhere. And like you can look at it, you can look at morals and ethics from every direction and to be honest no matter what angle you look at it there's a problem with one thing or the other regardless what way you look at it there's something if you're going to go down that route there's something constantly maybe wrong no matter how you look at it and I think it's it's such a mess I think the golfers got a really bad take on it and didn't seem like Anthony Joshua did or someone like that 
Um, I don't hear as much news on it in the F1. I'm not massive follow F1, but you don't see it massively F1 wise and and stuff like that. I know Newcastle got a bit of jit, but nowhere near as bad as again golfers. Um, it's just it's just the way it's gone. I mean, it's just literally the way the way it's happened, and it is. It's really going to piss a lot of people off, and I'm sorry to hear that. Emma feels that way as well. It's it's not cool because we want golf to be inclusive of everyone and everyone to to get on and push each other and and grow the game as they say. It's uh it's it's been so sort of all consuming for you know 2 years hasn't it and it's going nowhere but now it's just taking this obviously complete different direction so I think this is going to be all we're talking about for well, for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. The dust had just kind of settled. Everyone had kind of just got over yeah. and that was going to be the landscape. That was like the landscape. Players are going to move across. This is how it is. We're having a standoff. Fine. And then literally massive U-turn all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I've got a couple more for you. George asks, how would you as a player want to see this progress? How would this mega tour shape out in a best case scenario for you? You kind of touched on it earlier in terms of, you know, the the best players playing in the same league again. But how would you like to see this resolved now I know we're early days in terms of the announcement but have you got thoughts on that yeah I'd, I, as I said I'd like to I'd like to see a draft for for the team stuff so any player who has a good season or a good run over a couple of years moves up the world rankings starts playing well who's not who you may have never even heard of or a player who's whose form has come back get into get into them live events and it'd be open for all the players so you know deep down when you're teeing it up if I have a good run here you never know I could get into this live series for next season and be in the team next year um, and that will benefit me and obviously you can make a a lot of money as a player doing that but having that that sort of carrot dangled for all the players having strong events uh, having a lot of players Playing the same events is what you want. Strong fields, good fields. Um, people who are playing well moving up into PGA Tour, whether it's stacked in two or three tiers, it's probably going to end up like that from DP Tour, PGA to Live or something like that, you know. Um, but as long as there's lots of opportunities where players can play well, move up. And that's, that's, that's how I'd kind of want to see. I just want to see it. If I'm teeing the ball up, at the start of a season, I can go, if I have a really good season here, I might have a chance of getting picked for that live team next year, which pushes me into big tournaments, strong fields. And it's like, it's basically like, that's like your bonus for playing well that last season. Absolutely. I have got a question here from Alexander David via Facebook, which I don't think you'll like. <laughs> it says, um, if, if a PGA slash live merger is possible, does this mean that chippers would be seen more readily on tour? Anything is possible. I'm going to say, is that the only thing that could make the situation a bit more bizarre for you, Beef, if chippers started being seen? <laughs> well, everywhere. well, well, mate. Funny thing is, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a funny story, actually. Um, been up in Scotland the last couple of days, um, bit of rehab, playing some golf. Um, a friend I met um, over in Singapore was over and he invited me for dinner, only with the chairman of the RNA. 
And what? the RNA, yeah, the RNA control the rules. So I turned around and I said, can you please ban chippers? Stop it. Can you make it a national ban? Yeah. And he looked at me and I was like, no, I'm fucking serious. And I was like, you need to sort the rules out and ban chippers. And he was like, oh, they're one of them clubs like that are lofted. It's like a lofted putter. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you have the power. The RNA have the power to do what you want. And I was like, please fucking ban chippers. So I've asked him. Well, if they manage to do that, that'll be even bigger news than uh, <laughs> even bigger news than PGA and Live Merger. But we'll we'll wait for the day that happens. Uh, final question from Mr. Giles, and he says, "My question is, what the fuck?" And I guess that sums everything up quite well, doesn't it, Beef? <laughs> Three simple words to sum it all up. I'm going to say that was probably ninety percent of what everyone said when they saw the message, <laughs> Mr. Giles. Yeah, you've once they found out the thoughts. news. Yeah, yeah, once they found out the news, that was probably the three words. I'm going to say it was about 90%. I definitely did. Yeah, it feels like there's going to be a lot more developments as the days go on, doesn't it? But final thoughts? I just, yeah, as I said, they needed they needed to work it out because golf won't... It, I don't think it would have existed in this current state. I really don't. I think being at arguments and burning and fighting players and lawsuits is isn't healthy at all for for golf so it's a good thing that they've come to their senses and now they've got to work together and create something that's all good for like they said if i just hope they stick to their word that it's going to be good for players fans tv everything i just hope they stick to their word and they do something good well thanks mate thanks for telling us your thoughts and uh, thanks for having me i can't wait to hear what john thinks about it 100 percent Crowd Network, a place where you belong.